We gathered here today because of God's plan. As the three women who set out early in the morning or, or that morning um, towards the tomb. Earlier on, the Bible says that these women had seen their master betrayed. They had seen their master being denied. They had seen their master being um, even arrested. They, they had seen him falsely accused and tried and wrongly convicted, nailed to a cross, and finally, finally crucified. They were present as Jesus went through all this. And now, it is Sunday morning. And Jesus had been laid to rest on Friday afternoon. They returned to the tomb. They go back there to the tomb in order to prepare his body. Remember, they were the last to leave the cross on Friday, and they were the first to arrive at the tomb on Sunday morning. I shared this with some people this morning. And the question came when we were, we were talking, how late do we leave the presence of God, and how early do we come back? How late, for example, do we leave the church, and how early do we come back to the church? Ask your friend, how late do you leave? Then ask the other person, how early do you come? You see, some of us leave early and they come late. It is supposed to be the other way around. We are supposed to stay so much in the house of God, uh, spend a lot of time in the house of God, um, be there, leave late, and then if possible, come early so that we may continue serving in the presence of God. And so, the disciples left early. And are not here. See? The ladies live late and they come highly. The disciples, followers of Jesus, they left highly and they came late. They are missing in action now. All I can say is that these women were committed. These women were committed. Men, men, are we do have men in the house? Can you tell, if you are a man, turn to the person that's seated next to you and tell them, ladies for sure are committed. How did that feel? How did that feel? You see, when you look at the choir, more ladies than men. Uh, then the other singing, more ladies than there was no man. Um... There was no man. You know, it is good. We need also men. Men, we need to, to come out. I know, you are, but the preacher is a man. Yes, the preacher is a man. Uh, but we need more men to step forward and, and do what the Lord is calling us. Now, these guys here are missing in action. But the ladies were committed. They left late and they came early. Now, in Mark chapter 16 and verse 3, we find them saying among us themselves, Who is going
going to roll the stone away for us. And as they were on the way to the tomb, they began to think about that huge stone that had to be moved to get to be able to see Jesus. Remember, the men were not there to help. Now, the last, th- the last time I checked, Peter, <laughs> Peter Kibelebele, was weeping bitterly like a baby because he had denied Jesus how many times? Three times. The other disciples had furnished in the air. They were not there. They were worried like all of us are at times. But today is Easter. Today is Easter, the day of hope. I want to remind you, my friend, that Jesus is the hope of the, the hopeless and he is alive today. He rolls away the stone of fear. He rolls away the stone of physical problems. He rolls away the stone of sickness and pain. He rolls away the stone of unfaithfulness and addiction. He rolls away the, 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 the stone of financial uh, issues and crises. He's, he rolls away the stone of laziness, if you will. He rolls away the stone of spiritual issues, the stone of marital problems, the stone of disobedience. These women, they come with their items, and they are ready to do what they came to do. But they are surprised to find the tomb open. They are shocked to find One of their problems is solved. The stone does not have to be removed. The stone is is gone. So one problem for them is... Did you get that? Yes. One problem. That was one of their problems. We are three ladies here. And you saw that stone, how big it was. And they are asking, really, who is going to help us? Roll that stone away. We may not be able to do it. And so they are heading there, but they are still wondering what is going to happen. They get there, but one problem is solved. But then, the other, now that creates a problem. The stone is there, yes, one problem solved, but Jesus is not there. Buenas son. Now look at these women and the things they were going through. A lot of disappointment. Yes, when they say, now it is okay, then it is not okay. It is okay, it is not okay. The cross could not hold Jesus. The tomb could not contain him. The burial clothes could not wrap him forever. Jesus, the hope of the hopeless, is alive. And so they are told in verse 6 to 8, he is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and that day be raised again. My friends, today is Easter. Today is Easter. And no matter what threatens us in this life, 
We know that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Bwana sesaka. Tony Kombolo, I've said about this before, says that whatever happened on Friday, whatever happened on Friday to Jesus, that was Friday. But Sunday, the day of hope and the day of resurrection was coming. We may be stressed. We may be depressed. Like the women who came with only death and a grief on their minds. We may be crying and we may be sitting here and hopeless. We do not know what to do next. That they may have crucified you alive, saying that you are nothing. They may have pushed you at the end of the tunnel. Your work or your business may be in a crisis. You may be battling with really, really tough stuff and hard times, and nobody knows but only you and God. People may have discouraged you. The system may have discouraged you, and you do not know what to do. Child of God, all that is Friday. Buenas sana. All that is Friday. Tell your, 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 your friend... Don't take me back to Friday. Don't take me back to Friday. Because all that was Friday. On Friday, if I may remind you, they crucified my Lord. On Friday, they beat him up more than a criminal. On Friday, they spat on him and they reduced him to nothing. On Friday, they put a heart of thorns on the, on the, over, over his head and they forced it on, on him. And he was bleeding because of that. On Friday, Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? On Friday, after losing a lot of blood and sweat, Jesus said, I am Thursday. On Friday, it was on Friday when he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. On Friday, Jesus said, Father, into your hands I bless my spirit. But today is Sunday. Today is Sunday and Jesus is alive. He came to reclaim ruined sinners. He came to give you, a child of God, some hope. He he arose from the grave for you and for me. He wants us to trust in Him and tell of His wonderful love and, and the power of His resurrection. God's power that brought Jesus back from the dead is available to us so that we can be able to live for Him. And therefore, we should not be burdened by our losses lest we miss the reason Jesus. You read Matthew chapter 28, you'll find that Mary was looking at the reason Jesus, but she could not see Why? She was filled with tears and occupied with the memories of Friday 
when they crucified the Savior. And even when, when he came to her, she could not recognize him. Mary could only see tombstones and death from where she was standing. A miracle was right there. A miracle was right there in front of her eyes. But she missed it because of what was happening in her mind. She was wounded. She was afraid. She was troubled. She was so angry over what had happened. So limited in her view of what God could do. That because of her weeping, she did not see Jesus. Mary could only see tombstones. Mary could only see the tomb. And death from where she was standing. But a miracle was right there. You may be like Mary this morning. You may be like Mary this morning. Your heart may be so heavy and wounded that you cannot be able to see anything. Your eyes may be filled with tears. But my friend, my sister, my brother, today, I want to remind you this. Today is Easter. Today is Easter. Jesus says, I am alive to be able to give you hope. God has a greater plan for your, for your life. God has a greater plan for your family. God has a greater plan for your children. God has a greater plan for your spouse. God has a better plan for your parents. God has a plan, a better plan for your, for your people. He knows what will happen when you get to the end of the tunnel. Amen. He knows what will happen when you get just there and you don't know what to do. When you get there, He will carry you as a child of God. When you get there, He will carry you. Because His grace is sufficient. Because His mercy, and His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. He is alive today. The hope of the hopeless according to God's plan. I don't know what is going on with you. I don't know what it is that you are dealing with. But today, I want to remind you, it is okay to bring all that to Jesus because He understands it better than we do. And because we have hope, then it's going to be all right. Isaiah 53, verse 5, the Bible says, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And the punishment that brought us peace was on him. By his wounds, we are healed. You may be here. 
you need a special prayer, raise up your hand wherever you are. You may be thinking about a lot of things, what they have done to you, what they have done to your family. Your loved one is sick. You may have lost a loved one and you are dealing with a lot of stuff for sure. Raise up your hand. God is able to roll away that stone. I know you may be stuck on Friday. You may be stuck on Friday. But I want to remind you that today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. Jesus is alive. Raise up your hand and we'll pray together. Amen. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. Raise them up, raise them up to, to, God, to God, to Jesus, because He is faithful. He cares for you. Uh, he takes care of you. He, he keeps you safe. He surrounds you with His blood. And he loves you so much that He cannot let you go past where you are now. You may be at the end of the tunnel. God says, just be there. Just, be, just hold on them. Just stand there. I'm coming to take you. Ah, with my hands because I'm faithful. Raise up your hand and we'll, we'll pray together. Father in heaven, we want to thank you. We want to honor you this morning because you are faithful. We came down to your sanctuary this day, O oh Lord, that we may bring our burdens unto you, that we may bring our prayers unto you, that we may bring our needs unto you, O oh God, because we know you are able to perform a miracle of miracles in our lives, our God. We know that wherever you went, you did well. Wherever you visited people, God, things were able to change. And to this morning, our God, I want to bring this, your friends and your, your children unto you, O Lord. I want to bring them unto you. And I want to pray a special prayer that God, you may have mercy on them. That God, you may hear their prayer, O oh Lord. That God, you may come down as God and you will perform a miracle in their lives, O oh God. Whatever it is that they are bringing unto you, yes, their hearts may be heavy. They may be wounded, O oh Lord. They may be in a lot of pain. They may be going through stuff. God, you understand. May you have your way in their lives, O oh God, as they stand in the gap for their families as they stand in the gap on their own behalf, as they stand on the gap because of what is happening, O oh Lord, may you hear their prayer, because you are their shepherd. You are their rock. You are their refuge, O oh God. May your love surround them, and may your grace be enough for them as they do with the things that come day by day. And as a church of God, we are committing ourselves unto you. And we are praying that God, you will help us. That we will be the church that you've called us down here in Olaida, O oh Lord. That we will be able to care for your people wherever they are. That we will be able to support your people wherever they are. That God we will continue to glorify your name as we preach the gospel according to your plan. We thank you for this day, O Lord, as we rejoice, O Lord, 
we thank you that we are part of this. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.